Experience God's encounter with Pastor George Zunwa as he takes you through the Word of God. We believe that the Gospel is good news and that God's principle empowers men to fulfill their destiny. For more inquiries, call 0702-5950 or 0702-5951. Jesus exceeds expectation. Revelation 5, 9 and 10 said they sang a new song. And say he says, What did to take the book and open the seals? He said, He has redeemed us out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and has made us unto our God, kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Lift your right hand above your head. This generation will encounter grace through you. Now, all through this month, I'll be talking to you on the leadership age. Age means advantage. And we'll be looking at how to be a leader in every area of life. Are you not tired of being a follower? The advantage of being a leader. Are you with me? And how growing in leadership gives you advantage over other people. Because I want to believe that every one of you here, the topmost top is your place. Now, there are four thoughts that we'll use to center this discussion. The first one is this. God created everything to make meaning. Listen, there are no follow coming life for. There are no afterthoughts. Can you lift your hand and say, I am created, I am created. on purpose for a purpose. Everybody was created by God on purpose. God doesn't do mass production. Each individual, there's a reason why you came. And may that reason be fulfilled. Now, second thing is this. That our life's greatest investment is in ourselves. If you invest in building a house, house can burn down. If you invest in uh, any other thing, you can lose it. But your greatest investment in life is in yourself. When you grow yourself, you grow your destiny. I told the pastors I mentor, when a pastor grows, his ministry grows. When you grow your mind, you enlarge your world. And the more capacity you build in life, the more God can entrust into your hand. In Matthew 25, 14 and 15, the Bible talks about a man going on a far country journey and gathered his servants and gave them talents. And the Bible says he gave them according to their several ability. So he gave this one five, gave this one two, gave this one one, based on their abilities. Please listen to me. God does not give people based on favor. He gives them based on what they are able to do. So, build their capacity and life will give you more. Now, the third thing I want to remember is this. That people become great by serving others. So, while we are talking to you about leadership all through this month, we are not talking about title. True leadership is not a title or position. True leadership is serving to make lives better for other people and for yourself. That's what we'll be facing. In Luke chapter 22, 24 to 26, Jesus said that there are kings of the hidden, but all they do is oppress the poor and try to be bosses of people. He said, but in the kingdom, it's not like that. He said, anyone that will be great in the kingdom will be a servant of other people. So, while we are talking about leadership, don't forget, we are going to get you to serve others as part of kingdom leadership. And then the last thing I want you to remember as we go into this teaching is this. That topmost top existence is a kingdom right. 
God wants you and me to be at the topmost top. That's our destiny. So, you got a job in Shell. Congratulations. I'm expecting that one day I will come to dedicate your office as an MD. You got a job in Egypt. Congratulations. But the people that become general managers and managing directors don't have 10 heads. You're a politician. Congratulations. But don't be a typical politician. One day I should come to government house and my son is a governor. You are an actor, not on my pulpit only. Is that my drama person, drama person, drama person? It was drama, drama that took people to Hollywood and took them to Nollywood and Bollywood. Where your uncle, if one day I see you as a star, will I, I mean, will they slap me for being the pastor of Islam? That you started by the roadside doesn't matter. What I want is for you to reign. Can you lift your hand? May you be at the topmost top. You know, we talk about the seven mountains of influence. That is seven, the way they divided careers and all kinds of, uh, and, uh, and life into seven mountains that people can rule. Each of those mountains have their language, have their government, and all of that. I'm not talking about physical government. You know who is in charge. You have the mountain of religion. You have the mountain of family. You have the mountain of education. You have the mountain of government. You have the mountain of media. You have the mountain of entertainment. You have the mountain of business. God wants his people to be at the top in these different areas. So I can't pastor you and you die a mediocre. That's why I'm teaching you to be a leader. I tire for poverty everywhere. I don't like, you know, you know, I, I, you know I'm, I'm just a poor humble man. No. I don't want a poor humble man again. I want you to be at the top. Because when you're at the top, you can influence things for the kingdom. Lift your right hand. I speak over you today. By the power of the resurrected Christ, you are going higher. I nominate you for destiny domination. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let me talk to you very briefly on growing your leadership capacity. You see, because everything in life takes leadership. Everything. Whether it's marriage or office or church everything takes leadership. Your home is in crisis because of your leadership. Whether you're a single parent or you are a husband, if you lead well, you will be followed well. Lift up your right hand. I speak over you today, receive grace to lead. Now, now, when I'm talking about growing your leadership capacity, I hope you know that everybody is a leader in some way. Everybody. Big or small, we are all leaders. Leadership is your ability to take yourself along and take others pursuing a beneficial vision. You take yourself and others toward a beneficial vision. That's leadership. So leadership is serving people you value. That's leadership. Leadership is helping people with a purpose higher than your personal gain. That is leadership. So when we say growing your leadership capacity, we're not talking about uh, you know learning how to campaign to win election. We're talking about making sure that anywhere you occupy on earth, when people come in there, they say, wow, this guy, no, 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 no. This is the kind of person I can follow. Lift your hand toward me. I speak over you today. You will never be small in life. Look at Psalm 78, 70 to 72. 
Psalm 78, 70 to 72. He said, he chose David also his servant and took him from the sheepfolds. Okay? From following the ewes great with young, he brought him to feed Jacob his people and Israel his inheritance. Now we are going to verse 72. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of what? His hand. He said he took this boy from the sheepfold. So anyone can rise from anywhere. He said he took him from leading goats and sheep that are pregnant and took him to shepherd Israel. So any responsibility you have today is a preparation for higher responsibility. But then he said that when he brought him to leadership, that David led the people with the integrity of his heart and the skillfulness of his hand. Listen to me. Good heart is not enough. There must also be skillfulness of hand. Even though we told you that leadership is service, brothers and sisters, nobody wants bad service. Even if it's a house girl in your house, you want him to serve you. You don't want him to wash plate and soap is on the plate. So that we want you to serve in church, want you to serve in government, want you to serve anywhere. Leadership is service, but everybody wants good service. You walk into a restaurant and they cook for you. You want it to taste nice. You don't want food particles on the plate they bring to serve you. Okay? So we need people that are skillful. We need people that have personal character. People that have people's skills. People that have a persuasive vision. People that make productive effort. People that produce good results. To be leaders anywhere. Whether in the home. Listen, young man. I'm telling you. If you grow your leadership capacity. Your marriage will be sweeter. Communication is easier. You started a small business. By the roadside. By knowing how to lead. You can take that business into a multinational. That's the truth. Your capacity is what takes you higher. People talk favor, 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 favor. Listen to me. We have preached favor all our lives. And many of you have experienced favor before. But the people that testified of breakthrough suddenly saw breakdown. They couldn't manage it. Just one platform God gives a man can take you higher for the rest of your life. One of the things I hate the most as a person is to help somebody and help him again and help him again and help him again and help him again. Every time the person comes, tells one sad story and you have to look for money for the person. It, it makes me angry. If somebody helped you to stand a little, he expects that you can rise so he can help others. Not every time the same person still comes to the same issue. Can you lift your hand? I speak over you today. Your story changed forever. And nothing gets better by chance. Nobody becomes better by chance. So if we are going to get better, we have to grow. So capacities can be grown. Husband, listen. Follow me through these four weeks. Small businessman, follow me through these four weeks. And let us see whether you can grow your capacity to lead. And whether you can have ideas of how to take a small thing and take it into a big thing. Listen, listen, listen. Believe me. If they take a man who doesn't know how to manage money and give him a business that has 200 million as the uh, capital and that man's capacity is 2 million, give him 3 years he has reduced that business to 2 million anybody who cannot lead, cannot lead when you know better and do better, life gets better lift your right hand I speak over you today may your life get better
So how do people grow leadership capacity? How do they grow? How do they become great leaders? Number one, by commitment to continuous learning. Commitment to continuous learning. Everybody that is ready to keep learning will keep growing. Number two, by developing people management skills. Listen, learning to manage people is something every husband must learn. Every wife must learn. Every business person must learn. Every leader in church must learn. People management skills. People are difficult to manage you. The third way people learn to grow their leadership is by accepting challenging responsibilities. The fourth way is by working closely with visionary leaders. If you are close to a leader that is visionary, you become a great leader. People that are very close to great pastors suddenly become great businessmen. Because it rubs off. You see how people make decisions. You see how the person prioritizes things. Because a lot of people spend their time criticizing, not understanding that for a man to get 5,000 people to follow him, there's something he's doing that 5,000 people are looking for. It takes wisdom. People are not stupid. You know all these people running around in social media talking about people collecting tithe, collecting tithe. No businessman will put money into something he doesn't believe is blessing him. The last one is by focusing on the future more than today. That's how you grow your leadership capacity. Let's look at the first one. We grow leadership capacity by a commitment to continuous learning. Keep learning, keep learning, keep learning, keep learning. Second Timothy 2 verse 15. It's a study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. How many of you know that nobody becomes competent and proficient by first efforts? You don't become great by the beginning thing. Even small baby will learn to walk by falling. What I'm saying, is that true? You try, you fail, you try, you fail, you try, you fail, but you keep learning and you keep growing. In those days when we used to drive cars that uh, use a manual gear, uh, when you enter the car and you put the gear on, how many of you notice that if you are new in driving, oh, you do come on, talk to me. But after some time, you find out that uh, you can actually not think and you are changing gear. It's just by reflex action. That's what, what leadership is like. If you keep growing, if you learn, you come to a point where making decisions is no longer a long thought. It just happens. Knowledge grows capacity. And when you grow capacity, you invite more trust. Capacity growth invites trust. If you see that somebody can do something good, you allow him to do more. Is that true? That's why you need to grow. Do you know that competence leads to confidence? You see, there are people that when they take the microphone and are about to sing a song, you can see that from their body language that they're trying. <laughs> there are people that pick a microphone and they want to sing a song. You can see from their body language that they own the song. Some people are trying. You can see they're trying. Their fault is if it's, if it's, it's the same thing we're preaching. There are people that mount the puppet. You ask them to minister to people. They mount the puppet. You can see from their body language, this man is trying. <laughs> but there are others, when they walk up to the puppet, you can see from their body language, this guy knows God. Lift your hand above your head. From today, may you grow. Amen. And you know that readers become leaders. 
So you study, you read. Do you know that learning refreshes your mind? And learning also grows your mind. And when you stop learning, you start dying. Your mind is the engine room of life. How is it that since you graduated, you have not read any book? You are a businessman. You are talking about God. Take me to multi-million. What have you read that shows you are preparing for multi-million? Do you know that you will be irrelevant in this world if you don't keep updating? Eh? Even your phone, the apps on your phone, you need to updating. You keep updating. When we built our hospital and we wanted to employ the chief medical director before other doctors, and they, they, we invited the person that came to do the interview, the, hi, the person to do the hiring. And they came and they were interviewed. And there's somebody I actually wanted to be the medical doctor. I've recommended the person. I've even spoken to the person. But I say that in my policy, no matter how close you are to me, you must go to an interview. It's like being a pastor in this church. There's nobody that's employed to be in any of our locations who didn't go through interview. It doesn't matter how close you are. Even if my mama born you, you must go to the panel. They have to recommend you first. And they don't recommend you based on me. They recommend you based on what you show them. Because you don't put mediocrity and expect excellence. So I said, I like you, but I'm not going to do that. You go through the interview. They went through the interview. And he was very good until one point. When last did you go for a conference? A medical conference. And when last did you do a course to refresh or something in the last five years? None. Okay, what of seven years? None. That was all. It was just an issue of this guy is good, but he's not updating. Because there are some drugs today that have been banned five years ago. I told somebody, I said, one of the things that was causing a lot of women problem in Nigeria was the pills we are using. You know, some of the pills that were being sold in Africa, we are banned that brother, nobody told the women. So you have a lot of infertility today based on that. Look at, do you know, you go to Ikokut, you still see as, asbestos roofing shit. Do you see that there? Eh? Asbestos have been banned in America and Europe since 25 years because it causes cancer. For 25 years, nobody used, in fact, the companies that produce asbestos have all closed down abroad, but are producing in Nigeria. Because our people don't update. They don't update. Some of those companies were sued. One of them, people won a, we, we sued them for one point something billion dollars and got the, the court awarded them and they paid and closed down. And people don't do anything like that. We don't update. Lift your hand. Receive grace in the name of Jesus. Now when I say to you, keep learning, keep learning, keep learning. You know some people say, but I, I, pastor, I'm not good at reading book. I'm not good at this and that. Listen, the way to learn is find out which area is the best way you learn. Some people learn visually by what they see. Some people learn auditory, auditory from sound, what they hear. Okay, let me give you an example. Do you know in school, there are some people that when they're reading, they put on music. But there are people, if they're reading and they're music, they get confused. Because different learning styles. Some people are auditory, they learn by what they hear. And others are kinesthetic. You know, they learn from activity. Find out which way you learn the most and begin to use that the best to learn. So you don't have to sit down and read all the books. You can actually download audio books and listen. You can learn by watching films, movies. You can learn by all kinds of things you see. But keep learning, keep updating, keep growing. 
Use images, demonstrations. Do that. That's what we're trying to do. Our aim is to see that you grow. Lift your right hand. I see you grow. So choose an area of growth and focus on that area. Connect to mentorship and expert counsel. Update your knowledge every day. And apply those knowledge to realities. That's how to grow. So you were here, we thought of marriage. How did they apply it in your home? That's how to grow. And then one of the ways to grow is teach others. That's how to update your learning. Teach others. So you cannot be a spiritual giant if you're not teaching others in church. If you're not teaching your children. That's how to grow. Let me close with this. Only people who choose to matter eventually matter in life. Only people who choose to matter eventually matter in life. Being born is incidence. Being great is by insistence. Being born is incidence. Being great is by insistence. If you don't grow, you will grow. friend, I believe the word of God has challenged and blessed you. And I want to lead you to Christ if you have not given your life to Jesus. Say with me, Father, I'm sorry for my sins. I believe your son Jesus died for me and I repent of my sins. Forgive me. Receive me as your own and I vow to follow you the rest of my days. Amen. Now if you pray that prayer, I believe Jesus came into your life and I'm going to believe God that from this hour, you keep going higher and higher in your walk with him. Please find a Bible-believing church and become part of them. And if you can be in Gateway Church, I want you to be there. In Port Harcourt, we are located at 3032 Elipranga Road, off Ada George Road, in Wimpy Axis of My 4 Port Harcourt. I have satellite campuses, branch churches within the city of Port Harcourt. Find one and experience God. Settle down there. Get discipled. Begin to grow your walk with God. And you have greater encounters with the Holy Ghost as you do that.